Welcome to the Rocket Brief, where we take about 10 minutes and tell you what we've been covering on Redstone Arsenal. We missed last week. I remembered to get the milk, the bread, but I forgot the microphone at the office. Hope everyone has thawed out. I'm Jonathan Stinson for the Redstone Rocket. This is the January 24th edition. When Redstone Arsenal closed last week due to icy road conditions, a crew of 16 people worked behind the scenes to clear the roads, check facilities, and respond to issues. These folks worked long hours, stayed in a nearby hotel, and braved the elements, Public Work Director Joey Skinner said. They did an excellent job during the challenging conditions. Law enforcement, the fire department, and guard force also remained on the installation to ensure life, health, and safety services. Now that everyone is coming back to work, here are a few things to note. Since the One Stops ID card section was closed all week, which impacted more than 300 scheduled appointments, the One Stop will stay open until 6 p.m. this week and offer Saturday hours from 7.30 a.m. to 3 p.m. for walk-in customers, according to the Human Resources Director, Linda Mosley. The Boots to Business course, planned for last week at the One Stop, has been rescheduled for February 7th and 8th, according to Mark Scott, the Director of a Veterans Business Outreach Center at Mississippi State University. And finally, DPW advised personnel to call Minor Repair at 256-876-2801 if a heating system does not seem to be operating properly, if there is no water flow from faucets and fixtures, and if water leaks are detected. When calling Minor Repair, be sure to leave the contact number of the person who will be giving access to the responding personnel. General Charles Hamilton, Army Materiel Command Commander, addressed the AMC workforce virtually January 19th during a global town hall where he stressed the criticality of the work AMC employees do every day to support and sustain the Army. You're the insurance policy for the nation, whether you're supporting the U.S. Army or the Joint Force, he said. Nothing happens in the Army without AMC. You're a big part of what the Army does, and I can't overemphasize the impact you have. Hamilton said he has been observing AMC since he was a captain, and when he thinks about what AMC represents, the answer is clear. What AMC is, is to provide sustainment, not only for the greatest land force, but the global force, he said. Sustainment, make no bones about it, is about war fighting. Last year was tough for the U.S. housing market as mortgage rates continued to climb and inventory and home sales were in decline. But there are some positive indicators for real estate in 2024. With inflation showing signs of improvement, the Federal Reserve recently announced they are likely done raising interest rates for now and plan to make at least three cuts to their benchmark rate in 2024, Curtis Kruger, the CEO of the Huntsville Area Association of Realtors and VanallyMLS.com said. Mortgage rates have been dropping in recent months, which should help bring buyers and sellers back to the market and could lead to an uptick in home sales and housing supply. New construction is still occurring and in the works in Madison County, which will increase inventory numbers, according to Kruger. Home sales should improve with mortgage rates decreasing from a high of 8% in 2023 to at or below 7% at the start of 2024, he said. The 2023 annual report for ValleyMLS.com shows that new listings for the year were 15,679, down 12.4% from 17,907 in 2022. Closed sales totaled 12,364, down 18.5% from 15,164 in 2022. 
Missile Defense Agency Cyberspace Mission Support Director Patrick Light has received a 2023 Department of Defense Chief of Information Officer Award. Light was one of a combined 16 individuals or teams honored in December in Alexandria, Virginia. The DOD CIO Awards recognize teams and individuals for exceptional achievements in information technology, cybersecurity, cloud computing, command control, communications, electronic record management, information and communications technology accessibility, and cyberspace workforce management. Several accomplished speakers took to the stage January 11th at Marshall Space Flight Center to share how Martin Luther King Jr.'s life and legacy helped shape their lives. The event was hosted by Marshall's Office of Diversity and Equal Opportunity, along with the FBI and Army, in the Center's Activity Building 4316 as a way of honoring King, who would have been 95 on January 15th. Pamela Bork has been named Chief Counsel at Marshall Space Flight Center. She has served as the center's acting chief counsel since May, leading Marshall's office of the general counsel team and overseeing the legal practice areas of procurement and contract law, partnerships and agreements, personnel law, ethics, fiscal law, employment law, intellectual property, and litigation. NASA announced January 9th updates to its Artemis campaign that will establish the foundation for long-term scientific exploration at the moon land the first woman and first person of color on the lunar surface, and prepare for human expeditions to Mars for the benefit of all. To safely carry out these missions, agency leaders are adjusting the schedules for Artemis II and Artemis III to allow teams to work through challenges associated with first-time development, operations, and integration. NASA will now target September 2025 for Artemis II, the first crewed Artemis mission around the moon, and September 2026 for Artemis III, which is planned to land the first astronauts near the lunar south pole. Artemis IV, the first mission to the Gateway Lunar Space Station, remains on track for 2028. Thomas Percy has been named as the System Engineering and Integration Manager for the Human Landing System Program at Marshall Space Flight Center. The SENI office oversees the development and verification of requirements, cross-discipline insight into commercial lander providers, and cross-program integration. The HLS SENI team is also responsible for integration with the Moon to Mars program in the areas of missions development, general analysis, and requirements management. Michelle Miller, the Security Assistant Command's Lead Payroll Customer Service Representative, is Fiscal Year 23 Employee of the Quarter, Fourth Quarter for the Command. Her position supports over 400 Army civilians, processes incoming employees, and ensures employees are complying with the policies of the Automated Time and Attendance Production System to be paid on time. However, she never hesitates to provide timely customer support for employee questions. The Birmingham Veterans Affairs Healthcare System has launched an initiative designed to offer a travel service for veterans within the Birmingham VA. The Birmingham VA introduced the fleet of vehicles for new veterans transportation service last week at the facility's main entrance in Birmingham. The program, available at no cost to veterans, provides eligible veterans with accessible and dependable transportation to their VA healthcare appointments and to authorized non-VA healthcare locations, according to officials at the Birmingham VA. It is supported by a collaborative network including veteran service organizations, community providers, and various government agencies. 
For more information on the BTS program, visit va.gov slash birmingham-health-care slash programs slash veterans-transportation-service. That does it for this week's Rocket Brief. We'll be back next week, unless there's ice. We don't do ice. Until then, you can find all of those stories and more on newsstands now. Or visit us online at www.theredstonerocket.com.